Hello, SCS Student Ministries. I'm so excited to be sharing with you the last message in our Coping with Change series that we've been going through. As always, I want to remind you that we're having game nights on Wednesday nights, 7 p.m. on Zoom. Uh, you can get more info by contacting myself or another of our leaders. All right, let's jump into this last topic in Coping with Change. So last week, uh, week one, or two weeks ago, week one, we covered uh, not worrying during this change. And then last week in week two, we talked about trusting God through change. For this last week, we will be talking about seeking God through the change and into our new normal. Uh, seeking God is something I'm sure that you've heard during your life, just that phrase, uh, whether it was at church or youth group or even over the last couple of weeks of this podcast, it's something that comes up and you've probably heard seeking seeking God or chasing after God at some point in your life. Uh, I remember we did a lesson um, at this youth camp I was at. I think I was in high school and the person giving the message, so the leader up in the front, he had a, a folding chair and he took it and put it right in front of the group and he had a volunteer come up and he asked the, the volunteer to sit in the chair. But just before they opened up the folding chair to sit down, the leader yelled, don't open up the chair. And he said, okay, now go ahead and sit down. And then again, don't open up the chair, but go ahead and sit down. So, and this went back and forth a few times, the leader yelling, don't open the chair, and then confusing the volunteer by saying to go ahead and sit down. Finally, he had the volunteer sit down because they couldn't do it and asked the group if anyone thought they could sit in the chair without opening it. No one raised their hand. It was impossible. You can't get to the end product sitting in the chair without going through the first step, which was opening the folding chair. And sometimes in life, we try to jump around and skip steps in our walk. We can't skip the first step, which is to seek God first at all times. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. We are called to seek God first. And I want to give you a, a few principles just in life that will help you understand what seeking God entails for you. Number one is frequent prayer. And this is something that our culture, I think, I think it's our culture really, just sometimes forgets about. In the Bible, people that were seeking God had set times that they prayed two or even three times a day. There were scheduled prayers. Uh, one of the best examples in the Bible of frequent pr prayer was Daniel. Uh, Daniel chapter 6 verse 10 says, Now when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened toward Jerusalem. Three times a day he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God just as he had done before. When Daniel was going through change in his life, he frequently prayed to God. And it's so important for us to pray to God throughout the day so that we seek him first. Uh, number two, our second principle, is taking in the Word of God. Reading scripture every day is essential to seeking God. The more we're praying and reading the Bible, the better we will be at keeping God at the forefront of our thinking. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, 4-9 through nine says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give to you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. 
Write them on your door frames of your houses and on your gates. This is saying we shouldn't just read the Bible, but we need to meditate and just really understand what God's word is telling us. It's not enough to just flip through some pages and read it, but we need to really just, we need to understand what God is saying to us. And when we do that, we are absolutely seeking God first in our lives. Principle number three is repenting of our sin to seek God. And this is one that we like to avoid as Christians. No one likes to admit the things that they've done wrong in their life. But the truth is, we all sin. In fact, the Bible even says that heaven rejoices when we repent of our sin. Luke chapter 15 verse 10, In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And this is great news for us. When we repent our sins, we are telling God that we are serious about seeking him out in our lives. And he returns that commitment by blessing us. Principle number four is the flip side of repentance. So we talked about repenting to God. And the other side of that is obedience. Uh, When we have an authentic repentance to God, this will lead to us experiencing obedience. And what obedience means for us as Christians is walking in daily faith that God is who he says he is. Especially when we are in a time that has so much change as we are now, obedience is super important. It can't be... It can be hard to latch on to anything that seems normal right now because we're experiencing so much change in our daily routine. Obedience can God can give us a sense of purpose and normalcy in the midst of so much change. Principle number five and the last principle that I'm going to talk about today is perseverance in pursuing God. Perseverance is something we all need right now. Perseverance is to push through our current change. Think about how uh, perseverance is part of other aspects of your life. And I, when I think of other aspects of my life, I immediately think about sports and how um, perseverance through sports is something got preached to us all the time by coaches. And it wasn't hard for me to push through a three-hour track practice, but sometimes reading the Bible and praying for 20 minutes can be difficult for me. And you can see the, the conflict that's there. Why, and why is that? Uh, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8 even speaks to this. It says, For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and life to come. I think that we are able to show perseverance or, or diligence in things like sports or education, like going to school, because it's easier than showing diligence for learning about and following God. Those are worldly things, and it's easy to to put time into that, but it can be difficult to spend time with God. Um, And it can be, and it's it's really just tough at first. Once you get going and once you begin to seek God, but, and you start following those other four principles we've talked about, that perseverance and diligence to follow God becomes easy. It becomes natural. It becomes part of us. And an example of this, um, I was searching around on YouTube trying to find just some testimonies because I, I like hearing those things from people. And I found a testimony from a man named David. Um, his story is that of an addict. And I'm going to give you a quick recap of just what his testimony was, what it was about, just some of the highlights of it. David grew up in a strict church that pushed him away um, from their values. His world changed. It changed quickly once he left his family and the church. He quickly picked up drugs because the people he hung out with were using. And eventually this 
uh, addiction landed him in jail. After being released from jail, he continued to use drugs and hang out with the same people. And he even watched as his friend overdosed in a public bathroom. And instead of staying and helping his friend, he acted selfishly and ran away, afraid that he was going to be in trouble as well. This moment caused him to break down and want to seek out Jesus, realizing how selfishly he had acted and uh, what he'd done with his life. And the rapid change that he experienced in his life after this moment um, and that he had experienced throughout his life caused him to want to seek out God first in his life. David's testimony is a great example of the power of seeking God out and how that can help us cope with change because he he saw a need for change and he sought God out and was seeking God out and that immediately changed how his life was going. It created such a positive um, experience for him and he just said he said in his testimony that he felt such peace and calm and purpose by seeking God out and just the change that that um, caused in his life was just extraordinary. And I know that we all are starting to get restless and tired through this quarantine. And I just want to encourage you all to not worry, to cut, to trust God through this, and to continually seek out God in your life. Let's pray. God, you are our rock. We are so thankful that we can put our complete trust in you. We promise to always seek you first in times of worry in times of change, and in times of joy. You are above all else. Amen. Well, thanks for listening, guys. I want to encourage you all to stay in contact with us leaders. Uh, send us any comments, questions, concerns, ideas, really anything you can think of. We want to stay in contact with you guys, uh, even though we're not having our regular in-person meetings. Uh, but be paying attention for some announcements for just our, our summer plans. We're still working on it because things are just changing so rapidly. But as we learn more about um, the current restrictions on what we're allowed to do or whatever, we're trying to plan some stuff for the summer as long as it's safe. Uh, we want to be able to see you guys uh, when we can. Uh, we miss you all and we want to get together as soon as it's safe for us to do so. Thanks for listening.